Beautiful Not Broken, your weekly inspirational hit of solid advice and life stories coming to you to help you rebuild from rock bottom. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Beautiful Not Broken. I hope that you are doing well today. I'm doing good. It's another week in lockdown in Sydney. Um... Hopefully we're out of lockdown by the time this episode goes live. I just recorded another episode, so I'm going to be completely honest. I'm doing back-to-back right now because I just felt completely inspired about something that popped into my head that I've been really aware of since we've been in lockdown, and that is the amazing thing called rest. And it's interesting because I'm not good at it. (laughs) I'm really bad at relaxing and resting not because I don't like being in my own head and having my own time, but because I always want to be giving more. I always want to be doing more. I always want to be achieving more. And it's really quite taxing. And I'm really starting to learn this art of not doing more, giving more, seeing more, doing more. I think I already said that. (laughs) But I'm really trying to learn this amazing art of rest and relaxation. I've done really well at this when I've been running half marathons because your body literally begs you. So when you're training for a half marathon, you are go, go, go. You're running three wet runs a week. One's a long run, so you can do anywhere from 10Ks to 18Ks, depending on the week of the training. You are running two interval sessions other than that a week and time trying to get your time up right? So this amazing discipline behind getting yourself prepared for these races when you're trying to achieve high results, which for me, I'm very competitive against myself. I disappoint myself very quickly. And it's a thing that I am working on (laughs) because it's not a good, it's actually not healthy for you. And I've noticed that I've brought it into my business too, right? This amazing trait of just doing, 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 doing. And that's how we burn out. Now, let's not forget, in 2020, when I started doing, doing, doing in my business, I had literally been fired two weeks beforehand in a way that was so unholy. (laughs) I don't even know if that's the way I should describe it, but it was horrendous. Like, firstly, I was pissed because they waited to the afternoon to fire me. Who does that? Can you just fire me in the morning and give me my day back? Like, I fully have the shits about that. Like, (laughs) come on, guys. I wish I could fill out a feedback form about that. But there was that. I'd just been fired from this job that I had hated, but that wasn't the point. COVID was hitting and everyone was like, Beck, you can't leave this job because I was ready to quit. My ex was like, Beck, you cannot leave it. You have to stick at it. How bad can it really be? I'm like, I'm being bullied on the daily to the point where this, like, this woman wouldn't even say good morning to me in the morning. She'd just give me daggers. And like, oh, I am definitely going to do an episode on woman on woman woman bullying in the workplace because it is too prevalent and it is disgusting that it happens. And I've been a victim of it several times. I think because of my nice people-pleasing nature, I don't stand up for myself. I don't set boundaries and I don't say, you know, please don't treat me that way. Um, And also I say yes too often, right? Old Beck, we're reformed now. (laughs) But, yeah, so everyone was like, Beck, do not lose this job. Like, you know, you'll be fucked. There's nothing on the market. It's COVID. Then also in the background I had this um, marriage breakdown going on. Then also my sick father-in-law. So there was – it was a compounding factor 
of things going on that really shouldn't have made me want to take on starting my own fucking business. But because I love a challenge and also because it just, my entire body told me just to do it. My entire, I can't even explain. It was like cosmic, right? Like I was like, you just need to do this. This is your path. I didn't even second guess it. And I do that a lot in life. I dive into things without second guessing or fearing. I fear a lot physically. So like if you go to put me on a suspension bridge, I will tell you to fuck off. But when it comes to big life decisions like opening a business or getting married or, you know, diving into things that other people might go, oh, let's weigh up the pros and cons, I dive in because everything tells me, everything's singing, it's saying, you need to do this. So I dived into my business and I was go, go, go from the minute I dived in. I had no idea how to run a business. And I honestly didn't believe because everyone was telling me like, who the fuck is going to hire a marketing agency in the middle of COVID? It's a global pandemic. People have no money. No one knows what's about to happen. You're going to go six months without a paycheck. This is the conversations that people were throwing at me. And I was like, yep, you're probably not wrong, but I'm going to try it anyway, because I have nothing to lose at this point. And also I knew I could do it. I I have this tenacity where it's not about even proving it to other people. It's actually proving it to myself. And it's also because I truly believe I can do these things because I see other people do it. So I think, well, if they can do it, why can't I? And even though I do suffer from imposter syndrome and making a comment like that, everyone would be like, well, shit, her confidence is next level. I definitely lack confidence in a lot of things and I do second guess myself a lot and the imposter syndrome comes up, but I do it anyway. And I actually think that's an incredible talent of mine because I, I just want to reach more people. I just want to help more people. I just want to be doing more. And there's this element of you can't always be doing more. You need to learn to rest and relax. And I think my business became a really good way for me to channel my energy and the energy that I was ignoring in my relationship and also trying to ignore what was going on with my father-in-law because it was all really painful and there was this amazing amount of joy happening in this other aspect of my life. So where would you channel all of your energy? Of course you would channel it into the thing that was bringing you the happiness and the joy and you would ignore all the really horrid things happening on the other side, even though they were happening daily and they really couldn't be ignored, but I was still finding a way to do that, which is quite amazing. So kudos to me for ignoring something that was literally happening in my own house, right? It was fascinating. But I think it's really easy for anyone to fall into that trap of putting all their time and energy into something that is bringing them joy and something that they're loving rather than, you know, paying attention to something that is painful, needs to be dealt with, and it just seems all too hard. And I think that is something that people do when they lose a loved one. They go, well, I need to keep myself busy. We hear it all the time, right? 
it's literally, it's a cliche, it's a catch cry, it's something everyone says is I need to keep myself busy, I need to keep my mind off it. And I think it's all well and good. I definitely agree. There is an element there of keeping yourself busy, not focusing on it and trying to move through it. There is also something to be said about sometimes sitting with it and moving through it in a healthy way. Like if your body is literally shaking and you're crying and you're still trying to sit there doing work or being productive, I think that's the epitome of not being productive and probably not doing something that is good for your health. So there's a nice mix there of giving energy to when you can give energy and then also resting and relaxing when you need to rest and relax and recuperate because, yeah, you can't just always keep yourself busy to avoid what you're going to have to eventually face. And that's exactly what I did, you know, like, God, I did it for months, but I mean, my business flourished from it. And I spoke about it with a lot of people that I was in business with and they're like, what are you doing? And they're like, how are you doing so well? How are you so focused? And it's because literally I gave all of my focus and my time and my energy to my business. And it was really easy to avoid everything else going on under my nose and not have to deal with any of the pain. Interestingly enough, the Monday after my father-in-law passed away, I was back at work. Yeah, took a few hours off in the morning and went and got a coffee and cried at my mum's work and whatever, but I didn't actually work through any of that pain. I probably would have worked the Sunday if I wasn't in such shock. And I think it's this thing about rest and relaxation. And I know the reason I thought about this episode and creating this content is because I noticed my first response even to COVID and this lockdown, which sucked, <laughs> but my first response was, hey, just work. Like, use this time to work on your business. And in theory, it sounds like a really great idea and it sounds really productive. But I found this week I sit at my laptop at 6 at night or 7 at night and I'm tired and the shit I'm producing is not the quality that I would normally do. And I've noticed my energy is telling me to relax. It's telling me, it's asking me to go watch something a little bit less you know, intellectual on TV so that I can tune out. It's asking me to read different kind of literature rather than things like I was reading a really good book called The Trauma Cleaner. If you haven't read it, recommend it. It's quite hard to read. But reading something that heavy when we're going through this heavy phase with lockdown and, and being restricted, it's a lot for your brain to go through. And there's times where you need to create pause and move through what it is that you need to move through. So I've changed my literature, I've changed the way that I'm doing things to actually be really respectful to my energy, which is asking me to take pause and to enjoy the sunshine. Like today I went and did a run and a big walk and I took two hours out of my day to do that because it was a beautiful day and I don't regret it because I worked from the morning to the night and if I need to sleep in at the moment, I'm letting myself I'm giving this pause and this time for rest and relaxation without wasting the fact that, yes, we're in lockdown, there's nothing else to do but work, right? But there's actually a lot of other stuff to do. What are some other skills that I've been looking to build? I want to learn a language. Maybe the time now is to learn a language. 
But it's the same thing, like the same principles apply when we're going through any kind of grief, loss or anything like that in life. We need to create pause and reflection and rest because our body needs us to go through that. We have to process the trauma because trauma is not just an emotional response. Your whole body feels it. So it's you really do need to pay homage to it and respect it and respect what your body needs or you will burn out. And I think that's my, I hear the word burnout a lot in the circles I'm in because a lot of the women have burnt out and I didn't even realize I myself have experienced burnout. When I was going through my anxiety in my mid-20s, that was a form of burnout as well. That was really real for me, what I went through. And I definitely don't want to end up back there again. So it's about really being in tune with my energy and listening to my body. Our body tells us when it needs breaks. Our body tells us when it needs us to just chill. And we are so good at ignoring it because we think we're above it or we're, we're trying to be stoic or we're just trying to keep it all together. Mums, I'm talking to you. You don't need to keep it all together, especially if you're going through grief. It's okay to need rest and it's okay to relax and it's okay to not have your shit together all of the time. So that's my message today. And I think I'm done. I think that's it because I actually want to go. It's late now, right? Like it's seven o'clock. And I'm at my computer still and my body's telling me, go have it, go chill out, go eat your dinner, go play with the dog, just go rest. And so I'm going to go do that. I hope this has been helpful and I hope it's made you think about how you're listening, whether you're in tune with your body and what it needs from you right now, whether you're just completely ignoring it. Have a really great week. And as always, connect with me at Beck underscore Chapel on Insta or Be- Chapel Beck on Facebook. I hope to hear from you. Have a great week.